0: Here we can start. Oh, we can start. Yeshe Koyach. Okay. Alrighty. If everyone can go on mute, please. Okay. Now, just before we start, uh, this week's Rebbe Chauvishir is kindly sponsored by Dasi and Bersh Kupa. Le'ilu nishmas Chayim Yoyev Ben Yedidye Moshe Kimmelman. Of Yoyev Kimmelman Olav your site is this Wednesday, the coming Wednesday, on Test Tamus. And therefore, they are sponsoring tonight's Shir and may the schuz the Schuzol wishing them long life. And may Rabbi Yo'ev be a minisyosher a better for them, for their children, for their family. I'm amen. Amen. Shkoyr shi'eh. to you. Thank you. Okay. I also remember Rabbi Oyev, at times, and uh, I don't know how many times, but a couple of times he even sat in. We joined. We joined together. Zalazai nogishait in the Shiorim. Yes, yes, yes. He was there in Kiril. Yes, he came a couple of times. He was definitely there in Yeshiva in the good old days. Okay, all good. Yes, definitely. I remember him standing by that beam by the almud, 100 percent schmoozing after the shear. All good.: uh, Mr. am uh, 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 not very satisfied with what I said, but that was okay. She, uh, if I may add, he was very, uh, he was very pleased with what you said. He was, uh, he was very impressed. He t- I remember my father telling me what he said about your Yuri. Okay, Yashiko, your father never told me, but it's okay. now that I hear good. We come to a ninetas yard side. Is Alazana better? Okay. So, Amen. Okay. We're now going on. Okay. So, please open up your Chemoshin, the Parshas Chukas. The topic is very topical, as we started off last week with the uh, Parshas Yofan uh, Adrashas. Yeah. What the Godem said. Well, this week we're going to discuss something which is also unfortunately Yofan Adrashas, and it's about the main Meriva. The May meriva, the waters of strife. May meriva. Okay. And interesting, there are many, very many Pirushim uh, it, it, discussing the sin of, of, of Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron Akain at the mei meriva and about the May meriva, and therefore HaKadosh Baruch who says they won't come into to stroll. That's how, how severe this sin was. So not in vain, there's a whole lengthy deliberation in the Beforashim, and the Rishonim. You'll take out your regular Mikrois Gdoilis, you'll see what's, it's like not to be believed, how the Ibn Ezra, the Arichas, usually the Ibn Ezra is short. Here you have an Arichas in the Ibn Ezra, you have an Arichas Gdoila in the Ramban, who is totally dissatisfied with the Pirush Rashi, uh, then you have a lengthy discussion in the Arachayim HaKodesh and in all the other different Beforashim. And there are 10, 10 uh, biurim found in the, in the, in the Beforashim, mainly in the Rishonim, of what was the Chet, the sin of the main Meriva, that is introduced to us, laid out and presented in the Abarbanel, and thereafter also in the Arachayim Makodesh and mentioned in the Kliokar. And the Barbonel, you think 10 is not enough, huh? The barbanel is an 11th. And get ready, there comes the 12th, and that's the Rogachevra, but there are many more in addition. But the Rogachevra has a a fascinating take on this meriva and the analysis of meriva. And even though the gone, is going, and he's, and, he's, and he's quite serious about it because he has it in many of his foreign, it's uh, recorded in a, in a response uh, in 19... Uh, 19 uh, in 12 and in 1913, and then also in his glosses on the Sechta Tebrachas from Ksav Yad, and uh, also in a tshuva in Tafre uh, in 1932, and also in his glosses on the Chumish. So uh, he keeps on recording and mentioning it and referring back to it. So even though in certain times he says, Masha'omarti Bedrush, Bedrush would possibly can be interpreted that it's not pshat, and it's not aloha. It's a Jewish. But Labdaf, he's quite serious, because he says it in the context of aloha. So we'll get there. This is just to keep you in suspense, to let you know that something fascinating is coming up. So please be patient. OK, we'll get there. Now, as uh, being that we are allotted a limited, um, a limited amount of time, because after the hour, we are going to turn into a pumpkin. Uh, excuse me. No, uh, you know what I meant. You know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about? What happens after midnight? Okay. But no. I meant to say because after the hour is up, that's it. That's as much time we're allotted to. So therefore, we can't go into the detail of all the different Mepharshim. And also, I haven't. So for all those who are interested, you take out your standard Chumash, you'll find loads of Mepharshim and Pirushim. We're going to focus on certain specific points as a lead up to the beer of the chover going. And this is as follows. You take out your Chumash and Pashas Chukas. In Parsha, in Kapitel Chav, chapter 20, Kapitel Chav, and starting from, um, excuse me, the beginning of Kapitel Chav, and it goes on from Kapitel Chav, and basically what we read in the Chumash, Eden came to Midbar Sin, and it's about there, it says, about Thomas Shom Miriam, but they cover Shom, Miriam passed away, and she's there interred. And because Miriam passes away there's no it says in the next Eden had no water, water, and like Rashi brings immediately, Mikan, from here we see shall call our Miriam all the forty years of the eden 's journey in the desert, they had the water in the merit of Miriam Hanavia and this is in your standard prints, there's a reference to the Gemara in Tainis, but Rashi doesn't reference it, but it happens to be. It happens to be. But here the Gemara says that the very of Miriam was b'schus, and the merit of Miriam, being that Miriam passes away, so therefore uh, there is no water, and therefore they're complaining to Moshe Rabbeinu, and they're, by Yoref, it says the Loshna Apostolic is in Gimel, by Yorev the people quarreled with Moshe, and they go on and they said, what's going to be with us? What did you bring us in to the desert? Should, what do you take us out of Mitzrayim, etc.? And they conclude in Posuk Hei that the there's no water to drink. Moshe and Aaron come to the Pesach and Hashem reveals Himself to them. And in Pesach Zion, we read on, it says, HaKadosh Baruch who says to Moshe as follows, take the staff, take the staff, Baha gather the people and you and your brother should speak to the cellar, lay to speak to the rock in front of them the nosan maimov and the water will give uh, the water will come forth will give its water Ishkisa, and you'll bring you'll have water the water will come forth the, it shall give its waters and the water will bring forth I'm translating it I'm following the translation of the as scroll. The water you shall bring forth for them, water from the rock, and give to drink the assembly and their animals. Okay, it's all about drinking water. So it seems they complained they had no water to drink. Hashem says you'll be able to have water for them to drink and also for the animals. Moshe takes the staff, Hashem and Moshe and Aaron gather the yidin before the rock, and Moshe addresses them, rebels, you think I'll have water from the rock anyway he strikes the rock with his staff twice and then this and then he gives them the assembly of the animals he gives them to drink because you didn't have trust in me to sanctify my name in the eyes of the Eden, therefore, you will not bring Am Yisroel to Eretz Yisroel. And the Keturah concludes in Pasegut Gimel, these are the waters of strife, which the Eden quarreled again with Hashem, by bom, and he was sanctified through them. Okay, so that is the parasha of the Meimariva. Mariva. There you go. Now, Rashi has his take, and this is a known, known Pirush Rashi, we all know of it, and that is, Rashi says, Rashi explains, explicitly explains, that Rashi says, what was the Kiddush Hashem, if you would have spoken to the rock, it would have been a different story, then I would have been, my name would have been sanctified, being that you, 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 you struck, you struck. The rock, therefore, there is the the lack, the lack of kiddush Hashem, and therefore, the Ramban, like I said, I mentioned it short, takes both takes Rashi to issue. He has major issues with Rashi to task, and he takes he has major issues with Rashi, refutes Rashi's pirush. And as mentioned earlier, you look in the Mepharshim, there are like ten and eleven pirushim in the different pirushim. Now, uh, the fact is, the Rav has his own take, but based on what he says. He actually adds an interesting touch to what Rashi says that there would have been a Kiddush Hashem if you would have spoken to it rather by striking the rock. And the the Mifor Shem asks on Rashi, why is there a bigger Kiddush Hashem by speaking to it rather than striking it? But according to the Rav Shavu, the the in his in his presentation of his Pirush will add an interesting uh, 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 aspect to what Rashi may mean. Okay. But we'll go there, we'll get there soon. But before we go to the Rav pirush, and basically that's what we're going to do today. We'll go directly to the pirush of the Rav going, but there's some uh, in Yoni which we have to introduce, and this is what the meforshim say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, please go back to Posuk uh, Ches, that is capital Chav Posuk Ches. It says in the Chumish, hamate take the staff and gather the Eden. And then it says in Posuk Tes. Moshe um, took the staff, as he commanded him. Okay, now, in the staff, which matter are we discussing? Are we describing? Or are we referring to? And here there's a major machloikis in the Mefor Sheham What matter is Hashem commanding Moshe Rabbeinu to take? Now, the Rajbam on the spot. On this part, take out your chumashim. Any standard because the has a pirush rashbam so that's the known rashbam in his commentary on the Sechta of Basra and the Sechta Psochim, The Rashbam, the inical of Rashi, quoted throughout. We know the rashbam or So the his Pirish who claims that he has his pshat is more down to earth than his zayde Rashi's, etc. That's why he wrote his commentary as known, as he writes in Chumis Baraisis. But the the, the the Rashbam says, "Kachas Hamata" is referring to the matter of Aaron, Aaron's matter. And which matter are we talking about? Aaron's matter of Parsha's Koirach. If you recall, there was then the issue with the Adas Koirach and the two hundred and fifty or Ada, the Sanhedrin, Sanhedrin, whatever. And Hakadosh Baruch wanted to prove. That the Shavit Levi is the right Shavat, and this is the, that's the Shavit he chose the, for the Kohenim and the Leviim. Therefore, he, he demands of all the Nisi Israel to bring the pre, the, the, all the princes. The, every prince of the, of the, of the Shavit should take a staff, and Aaron's Mata was also there. And then Aaron's Mata blossoms and it uh, has it buds and there are almonds. And Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, You should place that Mata uh, near the Aaron. And that will be uh, a lesson and a uh, proof to all those that who rebel against me that they're all in the wrong because this is the real thing, and that is. Like it says in the Chumash, I'll read for you the Pesach and Parsha's Kerach. That is Kapitel, Yudzaim, Pas- Pesach, Mary. This should be an end to the complaining, for those who are complaining, and that will have them put them and that will end, will end, should end all their arguments and quarrels against me by this that they will see that I'm substantiating uh, and supporting uh, Shevet Levi. So the Rajbam claims that the staff, is talking about the matter of Aaron, that Aaron, mata Aaron, which blossom that Mata, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that Mata you should take from the Kedesh HaKadoshim. And that's why it says, I'm just adding some additional things, either from the Rajbam. This Pirosh commentary is also found in the Hiskuni. Hiskuni is recorded in the Kliyokar. If you don't have a Hiskuni, that's fine. Maybe it's not fine. You should have a Hiskuni. Anyway, Hiskuni is Pshatove. It's very down to earth. Anyway, whatever. One of the Rishonim. But Becholev in the Kliokar quotes the Hiskuni. And the Chizkuni, uh, known as the Chizkuni, and uh, yes, and the uh, uh, explains the Chizkuni. The Chizkuni also learns like the Rashbam, that we're taking the Mata Aaron out of the Kodesh HaKadosh, and the Mata Aaron which blossomed. And, and like it says in the Posuk, that's why the Torah highlights in Posuk tests that he takes it Milifne Hashem. Meaning Hashem means that it's before Hashem, before the Oroin in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. That's exactly so Hashem. commands him to take the matter, and he fulfills it by taking the matter, Hashem. It's just that. And the reason why the Rajband explains why does Hashem want him to take Dafka this matter? Because this was a sign, this was basically conveying to them. Here you have a dry stick. And this is um, what I'm saying is based on what the Rajbam says and also what the Kliyokar explains, the Haskuni he claims that Haskuni doesn't explain himself. So the Kliyokar says, here we have a staff, but in order that it should be, it should sprout and it should bud and it should uh, develop almonds, it has to have some moisture. Because otherwise, how can a dry stick develop almonds? So therefore, he's basically showing that we have a stick which has some moisture, even though it looks like a dry stick, never got a dry staff. Nevertheless, look what it develops. It sprouts, it buds, and it has uh, blossoms, and it has almonds. So this is uh, to show that that here you have a rock, and even though the rock, there's no water, because Miriam's never not here, nevertheless, you have a rock, and it looks like there's no water. Nevertheless, this dry rock, seemingly just a plain rock, nevertheless, has moisture in it, and therefore, definitely, the rock will be able to what? To supply us with water like the staff supplied... The, the, had the moisture and therefore brought out and blossomed and, and budded and, and developed the, the fruit. Uh, nevertheless, that's the, more or less what the Rashbam says and the, and the hiskuni explained by the Kliyokar. The Kliyokar says an interesting thing. If you take a look at the Pasuk, it says in the Pasuk, In other words, Hashem didn't want, like the Meforshim say, Hashem never asked him to strike the rock. He just wanted Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron going to show them what can occur with a mata with a staff. So the same can occur with a rock. So it was only something, so to speak, to demonstrate for them. No more than that. When it says at the end that he strikes the rock, says the Kleokar, he doesn't strike the rock with mata Aaron. It says in the Apostle Va of Ayor and Moshe with his own staff. Because if you recall, we learned in Chumash uh, Shmois, right? That there's a Mata Moshe. Moshe also has a Mata. Now what kind of Mata is Mata Moshe? It's a Mata, he's doing all these wonders and miracles and splits the sea and brings the, and makes the Nochosh and the Sun in, like it says in Parshas, in Chumash in Shmois, and in Parshas B'Shalach, all the different miracles. Is it a, is it stam a stecken was war a stecken didus you know the rabische steckens you know so interesting you take a look at that barbanella when i saw that Barbonel, i thought oh it says your stecken when he talks about matamisha he says it's a stecken mit it's a liteferes a a right? It, it enhances the Rebbe, especially if it has, if it's a, it's a silver shteken tab, it's a silver handle, and it's not just silver plated, and I don't know what goes on today with all the different types of staffs and steckens and rubbish steckens, but let me let you know, there are a lot of different forms and fashions of shtekens, if you know, La a you know, Bat Masterson also had a stecken. Do you know Bat Masterson? I don't know if you do, and if you don't, I don't want to talk too much about him on this rugged here. but anyway, all different types of shtekens. But the the way the Abba Menel describes, and if you don't know about Matt Masterson, that am Okay, let's move on. The Iker, but the way the Abba describes Mata Moshe, which is the Mata which made miracles, etc. So he says it's a Mata LeTefares if it's a Shainer But the fact is that Mata Moshe it was Mata Moshe. So that's what the Kli says. When he strikes the rock, he uses his own matter. Okay. This is the take of the Rashbam. If uh, you take a look at the Ibn Ezra, the Ibn Ezra says that it, uh, I saw the way they explained the Ibn Ezra, I'm not so sure they understand the Ibn Ezra correctly, but the Ibn Ezra says, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you should take the matter, and he takes the mata, Hashem. so the Ibn Ezra says, it's the Ho mata ho'elekim, mata right? Mata elokim. And that's why it says Lefnei Hashem, uh, as mentioned earlier, but I'm not so sure he means the. So I've Isn't seen. Isn't someone Yor- saying that Mate Moshe was Mate from Udom What do you want to say, therefore? And that the was the Mate from Moshe, was the Mate from Udom that's one of the things that was created by Nash Moshe. Yes, that's correct, 100% so. Okay, yeah, that's why it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, yeah. It's a, a wonder wand what do you say yeah yeah of course yeah so glata it also had inscribed it says it has inscribed the et shema etc., i think the Torah brings these details uh, here in pachis in Parshish Chukas. okay yashkur let's move on so it's, it's a wonder one. That's what Moshe, Mata Moshe is. So the Ibn Ezra says Mata Alekim. So I'm not so sure if he means, I've seen Yehuda Krinsky in his Pirish Mechegike Yehuda, we mentioned last week from Vilna, yeah? And also the your standard, uh, uh, edition of, your standard edition of standard uh, Ibn Ezra published by Moshe Darav Cook also referred to capital Yud Zayin, Pasek Yud Zion, which is referring to Mata Aaron. I'm not so sure the Ibn Ezra means the Mata Kim When he says Mata Kim. he means Mata Aaron. But it's, uh, I, I'll leave it on hold for now. So that's the take of this Rishonim. That is talking about, again, we're talking about Mata Aaron. All right? It's just that when he strikes it, he uses the Mata Moshe. Mata but I'll call Pony, while I call the commanding it's Mata Aaron. Okay, we gotta move. Other uh, Rishonim, other Rishonim, except to say that it's the, when HaKadosh Baruch who commands Moshe Rabbeinu to take the mata, is not talking about the mata Aaron, it's talking about the mata Moshe. That's the mata Moshe, which that mata, that staff, which Moshe Rabbeinu made all the miracles with, right? Like it says earlier in Parshas Bishalach, like he makes all the the, the Nisan V'Niflois in Chumash Moshe, in, 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 in Parshas in, Shmais, and, in Svair, and in Parshas and in Parshas all the miracles we have the different miracles which are which happened through the mata. That's mata Moshe, and also we split the sea. That happens with Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells him to take matzah. Hurry, is matzah. So you do it with your mata, and also it says over the heavy kisa btsur. Hakadosh Baruch says you should take the same mata which you split the sea. You should also strike the tsur, the rock. That was the right earlier in Choyre, even in Parshas B'Shalach. So, there too, it's talking about Mata Moshe. But maybe they say here too, the Mata is Mata Moshe. So, it's understood from the Das Kanem, if you have a standard about the Makrois, there is Das in the Bali brings Rabbi Yosef Prosher from the Bali Atosvus, Utama the Rabbi Nuttam, so there's a Pirosh of Rabbi Yosef Prosher. Allah recently, by the way, recently, Recently, maybe in the last 10 years, re edited and republished by Moisada Mosadar of Cook. So, if you don't have it, you can get it. There's also Pashtun, he says Pashtova Pshat in the Chumish. So, Rabbi Yusuf Khursher, the Daskani brings Rabbi Yusuf Khursher. Valderoz at the Raza from the Bidullah Chachme Ashkenaz of the Rishonim also brings Rabbi Yusuf Khursher. He learns the Pashtuns, he's talking about the Mata Moshak of the commands him to take his Mata, Mosh's personal Mata. Uh, and uh, also so is understood from the Psikta Zutraser from Rabbi Rabbi Eliezer. Now we're taking the Mata Moshe and uh, what's the meaning of what it says? So it takes it Hashem. so the way I understand the Psikta Zutraser and so also uh, Rabbi Arya Kaplan in his living Torah understands the Psikta Zutraser the same way that he means that Melaphne means it was in the Mishkan, but it wasn't in the Keshachadoshi, in the Holy of Holies. Moshe Rabbeinu can't enter the Holy of Holies, but he can enter the Mishkan. And where was Moshe's matter all this time? He did all the miracles so throughout the journeys, the 40 years in the desert from Efti and Yamsov. Where was the matter lying? Right, so the matter was in the Mishkan. That's what it says in the Pesikta Zutras, and the way uh, Rabbi R. Kaplan understands the Psikta Zutras, and so it is bepashtus. Nevertheless, I've seen, I've seen Hagatya Dover from the Pesikta and and Dover in his commentary, he learns that uh, the matter is also the matter Moshe, and that's the matter which Hashem does makes all the miracles, etc. And he says, Milveni Hashem goesu that's what the Netziv says. Milufnei Hashem is that Mata Moshe was also the Kedusha HaKadoshim. Okay, upon him. That's what he says. I believe it's quite novel. Uh, nevertheless, we'll move on. So we have these two opinions: is the Mata Hakadosh Baruch commands mm-hmm. Moshe Rabbeinu, the Mata of Aaron, or the Mata Hakadosh Baruch commands mm-hmm. Moshe to take the Mata mm-hmm. Moshe, and also the two different definitions in the Milufnei Hashem. Uh, now, the some Sefer brings upon him Yafos. The Ponim Yophos, who is the Rebbe, the Balaha Flo, wrote the Pirush HaFlo, Misich Tek Subis, and the Maknon Misich Gedushin, one of the Gdele, Mitalmide, Hamagadmim, is rich, even though we mentioned once before that uh, the academics and those who can't cope with the, um, the, with the belief and the trust and the understanding and the facts, and the facts, that the uh, Balaha Flo and his brother, right, the two brothers uh, actually were Talmidim. Of the Maggid Mizrich, we come to Sazarov a rov. in Frankfurt, the Mayan, yeah, yeah, the Bala Haflo, who is a rov there, they should take him. It was a comment for the magat of Mizrich. We can give molzain as a zach. Therefore, Rabbi Leizer told me this once before. The rov Marichesia of he lives in Baybrook today, I believe. Yes, yeah, you have the altar. Yes, yeah, so uh, I was in the Kabul, Baruch Hashem a fair amount for Rabbi Zadovit when he was here, he was a bibliographer, he knows collator, he knows it all. So he said to me, "Yes, there are those who want to claim that they just visited and passed through Mizrich, but they really weren't on medium of the market of Mizrich." I appreciate sh- sharing this with the uh, with the audience because sharing is caring, and the fact is that in the Alter Rebbe's could and I believe, is glosses. From the tzemach tzedek who was in that era and era, era, and that time close by to the time about the rebbe and the maggid of Mizrach, he makes it very clear, and it's also, I believe, in the in the also highlighted in the indexes and in the notes of the rebbe's of the Babusha rebbe's saying that they were actually mitalmi de hamagid for the tzanaxedek. in the Torah or in the Torah I can't recall exactly offhand but if somebody wants to know exactly where it is we can find it for you they were actually students of the Magid and I think it's quite obviously seen also in the introduction listen for those academics who have issues okay uh, it may also be uh, uh, like also a substantiated from I'm not sure but if you take a look at the introduction to the to the, to the Shulchanoruch of the Al-Tareb, of the Balatani, Shulchanoruch HaRa, there's an introduction which is penned by the sons of the Al-Tareb, and they speak how they showed the student, the, the, the Balahaflo and his brother of Shmelke, and, and the Balahaflo, they showed him the, his Hilchah Tzitzis in different sections of the Shulchanoruch, and they praised it, they praised it, so it seems they were there at the time, and he spent time with them, I don't know how much time, but like I said, what I said, I'm not going to repeat it, even though it's a mitzvah uh, to repeat it. All good. Okay, we're moving. So the Bala flow is the Rebbe of So he says, he gives you two options. He says either the Mata uh, is the Mata Moshe, that's his first take, and the second take is Mata, the Mata is Mata Aaron. He says that's why it says, and uh, the different him say, that's why it says Hamata, Hamata, which means the known Mata, the Mata which we know of, which is the popular Mata, which is the Mata Aaron. Uh, nevertheless, the Ponomayevich himself says, "I don't know. I haven't seen anyone saying it." Now we just found that the, the Rashbam and the Chizkuni say, but he the just means, but I didn't find it in the Chazal that the matter here we're referring is not matter Moshe to matter Aaron. And nevertheless, a chesam soifer dafka in in chesam soifer alatayra. Those who have chesam soifer alatayra has three sections. Which goes out of goes in detail to explain this take of the of the of the Panam Yofis of the, if it's the Mata Moshe or it's the Mata Aaron. And it's interesting what the Khsam says, the claims that when Akadosh Baruch is speaking to Moshe and he says, Take take the matter, the Pashris means Mata Moshe. If he speaks to Aaron and he says, Take the matter, the pashes it means Mata Aaron. The issue is here as follows. Being, even though the primary one who is being addressed is Moshe, like it says in Posse Zion, nevertheless, HaKadosh Baruch Hu also has Aaron involved. He says, He seems to be addressing it both to Moshe and to Aaron. So here there's a whole question Whose matter are we discussing? Are we referring to Mata Moshe or are we referring to Mata Aaron? Because possibly or seemingly, he's speaking to both. Uh, Let's move on, and it's time to start the Rabi Chavar. It's already 9 o'clock. And this is as follows. So like I say, uh, uh, th- there are two points which the Chhsam Soifa mentions, which actually the Rabi Chavar going also addresses and like I say, it, those points are mentioned in some sefer. So in your if you have some sefer and also Rogitchover, you are able to find those two points there. I'll mention them. I want to keep you in suspense, so I'll only mention the chesam sefer as we go on to discuss the Rogitchover going The Rogitchover gun, in like I say, in many of his in, in a couple of responses now, these responses have been uh, reprinted, even though they are found originally in different svarim found in a in a in a in a safer called Kuntras uh, I'll tell you exactly where it is if you're interested and even if you're not but nevertheless uh, uh, the one was like one is published in a safer sefer and he's from a yid his name is Rabbi Shaya Osher Zelig margolius which I don't know if you're up to date but if you look at the certain blogs and they speak about this yid he was a big canoe in Yerushalayim and this was a true written to him in 1932 and it seems they had issues Different in Yonami Yerushalayim, because he came from Hebron, different Bokhren, from different Yeshivis, from Hebron to Yerushalayim, and they is given Ogigolta on and they didn't have the payas, etc. etc. So they didn't follow with the minhogi Yerushalayim, So he was he was adamant in fighting against them, and he felt that the Metama Yerushalayim, and he can't uh, and therefore, he, he, he addressed, he brought, and he, he wrote a whole sefer called Amuday Arozim to be Mesadr, the Yeshivas, etc., and to explain uh, the importance of having a beard and not to have a chop and that, etc., all the different Yanim. Anyway, whatever, it's published. It was a published sefer, Amud Arozim, And there, there is a published chuvah from the Rogge Chuvah He also turned to the Rogge Chuvah The Rogge penned a long chuvah to him. And that has been re- reprinted in Shailas si Chuvah's Varsha. That is varsha. That means Shalish varsha in Shalish Panech, known as Varsha in Simin Kuf and Simin Resh Nun Ches. Nun Ches. Also a tshuva which, which was written to a yid who is uh, a rov somewhere I believe in Russia or in Lithuania. Uh, Polotosk, or wherever that is, and that's also that was like I said earlier. And this, the Rogatchover addresses him as Yiddidi Minoyar, my my friend from youth. You know, it's hard to believe, knowing the Rogatchover, with all his sharp he he had friends. It seems Yiddidi Minoyar, he had friends, people who he was able to be to, to be uh, close with. And he says Yiddidi, and look, and a tofrishayim gimel, he identifies him as Yiddidi Minoyar, my alte gute friend. So they are interesting. So there too, he ate pens. Also, this was like I said. This is already published in in Tiferet in 19 in 1914, and this is published in a country it's called Mikvetara. Now, this yid was a gewaldiger big meridiker going He seems from the sefer. I went through the sefer a bit. It's on Mikvois. and he was a talmud of the Ostrogoim. And he also came in touch with uh, the, the Rameir Simcha, etc. And what he speaks about the Rogachev, about him, there's no one else like the Rogachev going Is the Goin, Neira, Sara, Teira. He's out of his brains. He's totally bamboozled from the Rogachev going. And therefore, he turns to the Rogachev going and speaks along this, and the Rogachev writes, mentions this to him too. we got to move. Okay, so the Rogachev going says as follows well, an interesting thing. Everything you know from the Rogachev Goyin. Also, like I said, also in Shaila Zat chuba is published from, by, by Harav Kasher. It's called Shaila Zat Shuvah which is published in Yerushalayim, Tov Chof Hey, which is 1965. So therefore, there too, there is a chuvah in Simen. Uh, let's see, where is that Simen? That's Simen, I'll tell you in a minute. It's Simen Yud Zayin. It's Simen Yud Zayin Ois Zayin. Simen Yud Zayin Ois Zayin. So there too, it's available. And also, there's gloss, glosses on Chumash. And also more recent, in uh, from Manuscript, on the Roger glosses on his a margin of the Mesech the on Mesech Daf Yutres Omed Mesech let's move quickly. Okay, the Roger Goin going says as follows Hakodesh Hu says to Abbeinu Kach es Hamate, hamate says the Roger going we find throughout the Shas and he references many different places of the Shas that wherever it says with the hey Hayidia, we know in the Hebrew grammar or in the Loshen Kodesh, Rashi brings it also and throughout the Meforshim when it says. Hamat, it doesn't say kach es, matcho, right? It doesn't say matcho. Matcho, when we find the parshas b'shalach, if you take Arochumish and parshas b'shalach, where a Baruch Hu says to Meshor Rabbeinu, you should take, excuse me, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaks to Meshor Rabbeinu, and he says to him that there is a need. Sorry. A Kodesh Baruch says in capital Yud Zayin in in Chumish Parshas B'Shalach, he says Umatcho. There, A Kodesh Baruch Hu says the Meshra Rabbeinu matcho your mata So it's very clear a Moshe Rabbeinu is addressed and says a matcho. So we know for sure there's no two ways, or no question in our minds. We're talking about the matter of Moshe. Here, A Kodesh Baruch says kach es hamate. It doesn't say matcho. Okay, so it's the hamate. So, what matter are we referring to? Says the Roger Cheber going, an interesting thing. Moshe Rabbeinu was besophic, queried, was a show what HaKadosh Baruch Hu means. Does HaKadosh Baruch Hu mean that you should take the matter of Moshe, Moshe's matter? the Or you should take the Mata Aaron. Now, when we speak about Mata Aaron, I just want to bring to your attention, everybody claims that the Mata Aaron, if there's room to say it, it's Mata Aaron, it means the Mata Aaron of Parshish Kurach. Nevertheless, realize that there is a Mata Aaron in Chumish Shmois. Because there too, when we had to make the different oyses to for paroi, we mentioned there also. There's a matter of Aaron. Sometimes a kodesh baruch hu says to Moshe, take your matter, and sometimes where Aaron is taking his matter. So the matter we're referring in our Khumish is not talking about the matter of the earlier matter of Khumish shemaris. We're talking about the matter which is meant of, of Aaron, which is which blossomed, which had the, the, the almonds on it, right? It Blossomed almonds, and that is from Parashas Keriah. So too the Rambam going says uh, when it says kachas hamata, he's unsure. It says hamata v'nol mata, the known ha. And we find in the Shas that where it says ha, like it says ha rishona, ha wherever the Shas tells us, wherever the Torah writes with the hey ha so it tells us it's, it's the known one, it's the established one, it's the popular one, it's the choshev one. The Melech, that's the case. When it says ha- it means something So the Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu understood to interpret when it says HaMata, the Chosheve One. Moshe Rabbeinu says, who's Chosheve? Surely Aaron HaKoyim's Mata is the Chosheve One. That's the way his interpretation was. We'll soon see why he interpreted that way. And the Rav brings to our attention as follows an interesting thing. Why talking did Moshe Rabbeinu interpret when HaKadosh Baruch says, Kachas HaMata, It's referring to Aaron HaKoyim, So he says as follows. He says there's a A non-machloikis. Moshe Rabbeinu has a din melech. We know Moshe Rabbeinu is a melech. Rashi brings it in Chumish and also the Rambam brings it. Right? That's why he's the one who is Soymech, the Sanhedrin. It's a Veshivimish. So Moshe is Al-Gaveim. He is the melech. He's the Nossi. So Moshe Rabbeinu has a din melech. Aaron HaKohen is a Kohen Godel. He's the Kohen Godel that's established in the Chumish. Now, if that's the case, who is greater? Who comes first? Who takes precedence? A king... Or a Kohen gadol, So the Roger go and shares with us in interesting information. The Rambam, Paskin, and Hilches Mlochim, Peireg, Be'ez, that the Melech has to stand up for the Kohen Godel. Would you believe it? There he says, everybody has to give honor and respect to the Melech Roy. But, there's an exception, the Melech has to stand up for who? For the Kohen gadol, And, and... And the Rambam brings proof from, from the Chumish. In the Chumish, in Chumish Bamidbor, in Chumish uh, Bamidbord, in Parsha's Pinchos. If you don't mind, open up. You don't have to open your Chumish. I'll open it for you and I'll tell you where it says in Parsha's Pinchos. Let me find the Chumish in Parsha's Pinchos. So in Parsha's Pinchos, it says as follows. The Possum says, You should take your Hashua Parsha's Pinchos, Kapitul Chazayim, Prosecute Ches, and Prosecute Tess. According to Hu says to make sure i take your Hashua and uh, appoint him as the, the forthcoming leader. So it says, and then it says, says the Rambam. The Rambam it, it derives it from this posse. It says in the Torah that Yeshua, who has a din of a melech, right? And the Rambam passes that way, that Yeshua has a din of a melech, has a criteria of a king, and therefore it says in the posse, Says the Rambam, perik beis halacha that because the pasuk says in capital chazayim pasuk of ala the l'fnei alazor acoyin and there alazor was the was the koyin he's bearing the chaysh and mishpadaur and betumin so he has a din of a koyin gadol from there we see that the koyin right at the the, the the melech has to stand up and give respect to the koyin gadol the Rambam codifies this in the halacha so here we see that a koyin gadol takes precedence over a king so Mesharabain is a king. Our HaKoyin is the Kohen Godel. So therefore, when HaKodesh Baruch Hu says in, kach es ha surely HaKodesh Baruch Hu, in the context of ha surely is referring to our HaKoyin's staff because his staff takes precedence over my staff. That is the mata ha chi the most important one because the Kohen Godel is more important than another. On the other hand, the Rav Goin says, they'll take out a gemara and say it, by the way, which uh, The, the Amvud, in the Sefer, Amvud is Sifri. And the Sifri is Zutte from Rabbi Yankiv Zev Joskovic, from in You know, if you have a Google map, you'll find where Pabinitz is in Poland, So in Pab, from Pabinitz in Amvur de Sifri, in this, in this commentary, in Sifri Zuta, he says that you'll take out a Rambam and, and hey, you'll see the of Mishnah and the Radvaz, none of the Nezich bring any substantiation for this Pesach, of the Rambam, but it's in Sifri Zuta. If you have a Sifri Zuta, so it's not a Rastan, of Sifri, Sifri Zuta. There, here, the Sifri Zuta says clearly from there, we see that the Malachas has to stand up for for the for the kohen gadol, from there yeah, the rambam took that's the source of the rambam. Uh, yeah, so and then he raises a point from a gemar and hurry is the gemara in The rovich brings this in, that the gemara and hurias daf gimel, and also the Rabbi yankov zev yoskovich in in, in, in ambood Also raises he says, but even though from but nevertheless that the sechta is daf gimel, and also the rovich adds a sechta It would seem the opposite that dafka the melah takes precedence over the kohen gadol not like the way the Rambam codifies. Actually, if you take out that Rambam, you'll see that there is a point there where the Rambam seems to say that the Melech actually has some precedence over the Koen, uh, over the Kohen Godel. Read well that Ram, that same Rambam. But al they say, there's uh, a mefur sheke carrot from this Sifri zuta. So there's a contradiction. In other words, this place the Brunta to argue that the Melech is more khoshev than the Kohen Godel. So that puts Moshe Rabbeinu in question when HaKadosh Baruch says, kaches Hamata kaches Hamata. mata Is he mimah mata Aaron, which according to the Pesach Halacha, Aaron takes precedence over the over the, the Melech? On the other hand, the Gemara in Hurrius and the Gemara in Saita seems to prove that the Melach takes precedence over the Kohen God. If that's the case, maybe mata ha then no, mata has to mean the mata of Moshe. What do you do? Then he brings gore into Santas after the You'll take out a Sifri and Parshish Pinchas. And guess what? The Sifri and Parshish Pinchas says, they're on par. The Melech needs the Kayin Godel and the Kayin Godel needs the Melech. So they're Shover, they're on par. So what does Moshe Rabbeinu do? Says the Roget Shover, go and listen carefully. And this is all important. Meiroiv an vosonusoi shel Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu had a Shailin, Allah, what to do? Whose matter to take? So therefore, he interpreted the words of HaKadosh uh, Baruch Hu Kachas to mean Mata Arem. Why? Because, says the Roget in his Shuvah, Moshe Rabbeinu was the honor of Mikol Adam. He was the most humble person from, the most humble person from everyone, right? Mikol Adam haShalpnei Adam on earth. The matter, therefore, mitzad his humility. Therefore, he places Aaron before him. And therefore, he understood and interprets to take the Mata of Aaron. Now, in his glosses on the Chumish, he mentions an interesting thing. If you have to take the matah of Aaron, you have to go into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Can Meshach Rabbeinu go into the Kodesh Akadoshin? How can you Rabbeinu go into the Holy of Holies? Only the Kayan Gadol could go into the Holy of Holies on your Kipper. And some want to say even through the year, there's a well-known biragra the, to explain a certain uh, text, etc., etc. But Alkabam, according to the halocha, the pastures from the Gemara are a kohen. Rashi brings a chumash. Are a kohen enters the holy of holies once a year, Kodesh Hakadoshim, only only a young keeper. So Meshur benu what's he doing at the Kodesh Hakadoshim? So anyway, the actually he adds a little salt to the whole shakel of the even though there's a mandor who says Meshra benu has a dinner a coin gadol. So you see, Meshur benu Right, as a kind God, and he's also a Melech, so maybe he surely should take precedence over Aaron. Aaron, nevertheless, because it is another, because of his great uh, 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 humility, therefore he puts Aaron before him. How does he enter the Kodesh Hakadoshim to take out the staff which blossomed? Because we said that's the staff we're talking about, and the Chasam Sofer mentions, here you go, Sam Sofer says that's the Chet of Moshe Rabbeinu. Because he takes our kind staff and he goes into Keddish Akadosha. We couldn't tell a rang in the Kedish Akadosha, Meshra Baidu. He says that is his sin. Very interesting. He claims the reason why Moshe Rabbein wasn't able to go into the Kodesh HaGadoshim is because he was Tommy Mess from Mrs. Miriam. That's why he wasn't able to go into the Kodesh HaGadoshim. That's what the Chassam Sufer says. But it could be he couldn't enter the Kodesh HaGadoshim in, in Algemein Unless the, if HaKadosh Baruchim meant to enter, so it's a different story. But whole life, it's not like I say, this point the Chassam Sufer mentions, the Rav Shavar Goyen also mentions. How does he enter? Now I'm not sure if the, the Rav Echav himself also holds that that's part of his sin. What's going on? The Rav going. Goes on to be Midaik in the posuk. Take out the posuk and you'll see. In in, in Kapitel Chof, posuk test, it says, Vayikach Moshe hamata, Hashem. And that's why it says in the posuk, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu commands him, it says he should take hamata. So hamata, even HaKadosh Baruch Hu meant mata, Moshe, the mata, which made all the miracles. Nevertheless, he says hamata is mata arem. That's what he understood. That's why it says in Kapitel Chof, posuk test, Moshe takes the mata, milifnei Hashem. That's why the Torah adds their Hashem to let us know that it takes Mata Aaron, which is before the Oren. That's where Mata Aaron was, like it says in Parsha Karach. Guess what? Says chover, that's why it says Wow. He says, take a look further on in the Parsha. It says as follows. In Parsha, in Parsha Chukas, in Chof, Pasuk Khappasikov Zayn, where I call J commands Mesher Rabbeinu in relation to Aaron, the burial of Aaron, it, it commands a to do certain minyanim. It says in the by V'yas, Moshe kasher tzivah Hashem. Moshe fulfilled what Hashem commanded him. What does it say here? Here it says, says the Roget Shavar, Moshe kasher tzivah hu. Tzivah, what does it say? Kasher tzivah Hashem. Like it says for the Bayer says the Roget going, kasher tzivah Hashem. It couldn't say, kasher tzivah Hashem here. Because tzivah Hashem, what was the true definition of Hashem's nevuah to him, of Hashem's commandment? Matam Moshe. That's why the Torah doesn't say kasher Hashem, like it says further on. We can say kasher Tsivo, meaning that Moshe Rabbeinu is the essence of Navua, etc. Therefore, we can still put it in the context of the tzivu Hashem, even though Hashem meant Mata Moshe and not Mata Ari. Listen to what the Roget goes on to say. Now, we see in a big machlok is a Rishoyinim, is it Mata Moshe, is it Mata a We see the Roget Shover going, and it says that there's a whole shackle of a in a big pupil is it Mata Moshe and Mata Arein? L'may Is there a difference if it's Mata Moshe or Mata Says the Roget Shover, there's a fundamental difference and a primary difference between Mata Moshe and Mata Guess what? Take out a chumash, and that is in Parsha Shmois. Normally, when we talk about a Mata, a staff the pastures like it was in pasha's we're talking about the matte's their staffs they're coming from wood it's coming from a bulk from a chunk of wood and they're sliced and you make a knotty you make a staff out of it right you make a second a or whatever i don't know what the rubbish and are made out of but whatever the is it's normally also lightweight right it's lightweight it's from a lighter wood you should be able to handle it it shouldn't draw the person down a hiking stick you take a hiking stick when you go hiking, so maybe it's a little heavier, but it's generally of what? Of wood, right? You rip off a branch, and you get yourself a good hiking stick and you go hiking. Al generally, a mata means, or makel, is of wood. That's bepashkos. OK. Now, let's take out a Khumish and see as follows. What? So the Pashtus, Mata aren't the one was mentioned in Chumash Mois. And also the Mata is definitely the Mata. Mentioned the Pashtus Kerach, which for me, it was blossomed. And we had the, the fruit of the, the almonds. Definitely, they were all coming from the same chunk of wood that like we mentioned, right? It was from the uh, almond the almond wood, as we mentioned earlier last week. So it's posha that way. There's no question about that. How about Mata Moshe? What was Mata Moshe's material made of? So take let's take out a Chumash and a Rashi. You don't have to go too far. And Rashi says, if you have a chumash in Parshas B'Shalach, in Parshas B'Shalach Baruch, says to Meishu Rabbeinu, there too, you didn't complain that we had no water. And Hashem says as follows. I'll read it for you in English. Behold, I shall stand before you by the rock, and you shall strike into the rock, and water will come forth from it, and the people will drink. That's what it says there. Now, the lotion is you should strike into the rock. So Rashi comments as follows. It says, Me, Kisa Batsur. Says Rashi. Alat Sur, Loinemar, Ella, Bitsur. Okay, Bitsur. Let me read for you the Rashi. I'll read it for you on the Art Scroll, Rashi. Just to, uh, for those who want to follow in the English. I'll read it for you on the Rashi. Rashi says, Me, Kisa Batsur. That's capital. Yud zain. Pasuk Vav, chapter 17, verse 6. B'yikin says, Rashi, you shall strike into the rock, says Rashi. Alatzur it does not say upon the rock, but rather into the rock. Mikan says Rashi. Sh'amata hoya mean dovar chazak. From here, there is a source for the idea that the staff, Moshe's staff, Moshe's, was of a type of a hard material, ushmoy samperinun whose name is Samperinun. What is Samperinun? Well, our notes, the glosses in the Yarsquad Chumash, and that's the way generally usually translated as sapphire. Sapphire. There you go. Samperinun is sapphire. That's a gem. Gem, sapphire. That's a blue gem. That's a rock. Okay. And the rock split before it. The rock which from it came flowed the water. So the rock split before the what? Before Mesh staff. So Mesh staff is made of samparinum Let's not forget that. Samparinum, which by the way, that's what it says in the apostle, Kipatish Efoits Sella. That we find sometimes that this the this cella, the this cellar, the rock, can cause that the patish, the hammer should split. And take out the Toysvis I've seen in the commentaries on the Mechilta, the source of this Rashi in Pasha, the Shalach, is found in the Mechilta, some Perinun, and take out a Toysvis of the Mefroshim. I think it's the Olah Yehuda on the Mechilta, brings a toys in Besiktik Kedush, in the where it says, Kipatish Yefei Sela. so he brings one of the Pirushim in Toysvis, is Kipatish Sela? yes, that the Sela, the rock, is, is, is poinsates, shatters the hammer. Yes, the rock shatters the hammer. That's how strong that sapphire stone is. Toastmas brings in the uh, in the sittigidush the base. All righty, so now we have a very clear distinction between Moshe's staff and iron staff. Iron staff is made of wood, and Moshe's staff is made of San perino. Who cares? Here goes hert und steunt. You know what I said? Hert und This is serious stuff. Listen to me, the chidush niflov, the roggechover going. Now I want to let you know in in in, 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 in as an introduction the roachchovar Goin really just you know zaps us with it, but if one knows Hilchus Mikvois very well, he can appreciate the roachchovar Goin's Hidush, or Dafka will find the roachchovar's n- n- uh, the Hidush uh, problematic because. Based on the certain guidelines of Ilchas Mikvois and the halachas of Mikvois, you'll find it that it doesn't seem to coincide with a lot of the dinim. So, therefore, we may, the time, will possibly not allow to go into the details of all the halachas which relate to this special chiddush of the Roget going, but at least hopefully we'll get, you know, the, the, how do we say, the tip of the iceberg or drop in the bucket of what the Roget going says, and I'll, I'll attempt an endeavor in this short time left, which is like 10 minutes left, 10, 15 minutes left, uh, to share with you what I'm able to share with you. So Roget going says as follows. Now, water, water, right? Now what are we talking about? In the case of Hukas, going back to Hukas, we're talking about the cellar, right? The of the rock, we have to now what happened? Why wasn't there any water? The Beiroshul Miriam, Rashi, we mentioned this earlier. The Beiroshul Miriam was Bischus Miriam for 40 years. He didn't have water to drink from the Beerish Miriam. What happened after Miriam passes away? There's no water. He didn't need water to drink for the animals. So what do we do? There's a cellar. Which cellar? So Rashi already learns that the cellar we're talking about is the Beerish Miriam. That's the rock. Which is the Bei Rishol You just couldn't identify it because it went and it settled with all the other rocks in that area. But Rashi says clearly that we're referring to the Bei Rishol Miriam, and there's a long, lengthy Ramban. Take out your Ramban. Also, Hamina Asel Azen Leitzel So he brings from the Chazal. Right? He brings from the Chazal, I forgot exactly which posuk, but one of the psukim, the Ramban brings from the Chazal, based on the Chazal, that it's all about the Be'er Shul Miriam, and this is found in the Rashi, like I say, in the Chumish. This is also found in the Rashi, in the Sechta Tainis Daftes, that we say that after Miriam passed away, it, the, the Be'er Shul Miriam Miryam returned, came back, in the merit of Moshe and Aaron, and that is, what is the merit of Moshe and Aaron? This is what they, with their, with their staff, when they brought back the water. And as it says in the sequence, the parsha Chukas, Ali be'er Nullah, And it says, be'er chafarua sorim. So Rashi says, be'er chafarua sorim. It's a be'er with sorim, which uh, prince, masters, uh, uh, dug up, so to speak. It's referring to Aaron and Moshe, which bes'chus then, the be'er the, 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 the returned. And this is with the staff. So it's Bayrishul Miriam. We're talking about the Sela, the Bayrishul Miriam. Now, till, till this point, which is the 40th year in the desert, Miriam passed away in the 40th year, the Hebrew were in the desert throughout the 40 years. didn't had water in the desert. Now, this water served an additional purpose, not just water for drink, like the Chumash details, right? That it was for them to be able to drink. But in addition to that, it also served the purpose of a mikveh and a mayam. In other words, all the Jewish men and women, right? When there was a need for the Yidden to eat taros, for them to go into the Beis and for the Yidden, for those who were tummy mess, and we needed the Hazas Mechatos. So we needed spring water, we needed mikvah water, etc., for the men and the women. So where do they have water in the desert? So the Gemara says, says the Gemara. And this is a Gemara which we once addressed and we discussed and we focused on this Gemara and this Rashi. But we're not going to go there now. We're just going to uh, present it, introduce it. And the Gemara says Mefurish that uh, 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 the Gemara says Amarav, Amarav. The Gemara says in thirty five a Amarav Mayon a movable right, a mobile Mayon, a, ma- a mobile spring is Tohor. Now, we know the halacha is for a mikveh has to be stationary and in the ground. And the same goes for a a spring water has to be in the ground. This is something novel. We have a mobile mikveh. We have a mobile Mayan, a mobile spring, which, like Rashi says, rolled along for the Am Yisrael throughout the desert, wherever they journeyed. This mikveh, this Mayan, this spring is rolling like Not the Rolling Stones, but maybe that's where the Rolling Stones took their name. You have a stone which is rolling, right? I know they have an issue with Trump that is using their songs without permission. OK, so maybe it's OK, sorry for that. Let's go on. So hey you have Rolling Stones, right? So there's a Rolling Stone. Okay, everything has a mockery. Do shall have. And Rashi says the Beiresh Shol Miriam says Rashi shoyim is Galgal in Israel b'Midbar. It rolled with the Eden of the desert b'Shusa Shol the merit of Miriam. And v'Atamish Miriam, and Miriam passes away There's no water. Says the Gemara Toho. the water is Toho milakabel It's not mikabel tumah, even though it's mobile. tovel in boy and you can be tovel in it. The Laavke Kabydami, you can be tovel in a vessel. Right? It has to be in the ground. We say it has no deal of a keli. That the water which is flowing from it should be regarded as drawn water. No, it has no deal of a keli. And the only metzias that we have that it could be a spring which is movable, which is mobile? Only Bereshit Miluim. That's what the Rambam says. That way we don't. That's why we don't find that the Rambam should record this Gemara because it doesn't exist any longer. Because we need to have the Mayan and the Mikveh stationary in the ground, etc. In Mechuba But here we have a Mayan and a That's the Bereshit Miluim. So the main—it's very clear from this Rashi—says the Rambam going that throughout the stay in the desert, the journey to the desert, they had water to be Tevil in the Mikveh. Now, for those who needed, like I say, spring water, living water, they were able to use it. For those who needed mikvah water, they were able to use it, etc. Okay, I was good to find. Not a problem. And therefore, the Ravichava takes issue with the toysvist. in he takes issue with a toysvist? I don't know. There, you can say on the Ravichava he takes issue with the toysvist. Because if the Ravichava was he would have been a Tana, And if he was he would have been. And like the Ravichava says in an interview. So this interviewer who came from France or whatever, and he interviews him in 1935, and he asks him, who are your friends? Who are your friends? So he says, his friends are the Bale, are the HaTosvis. They are his friends. And who is your teacher? He says, the Rambam is my teacher. So his Rebbe is the Rambam and his friends are the Balei Atosvis. I'll call upon him so the Rambam Shavar takes issue. That's a printed newspaper, by the way, in an article. Uh, yeah. So the Rambam Shavar takes issue with the Toysvis in Misechtim is Esnaf Nunvav 56a, where Rabbi De Tam asks, how did the Yidin have? water in the desert because from the Gemara it comes out that only from the euphrates and a certain time throughout the year they were able to use the euphrates river for mikvah water to be tobel for, for whenever, whoever needed the tevil and the mikveh or the tevil and the Mayan but uh, only certain times of the year and other times of the year it wasn't uh, accessible because there were rainwater and the rainwater is flowing and you have to have rainwater which is stationary and as long as the rainwater is flowing it's not good enough because we know the mikveh has to be Be'esh, Be'esh, has to be stationary and gathered and it has to be still water so how can it be good and Teishmas has the Shailah and Te'chus tries to reconcile it and the Rokachava raises the issue what's going on there so before and stuff along that they had the bearish or Miriam. So what stays this question? And this question is also raised by Rameir Shapiro in Shalosh Shuvos and his Shalosh and Simon Simin Gimel and in the Shalosh Shuvos which is in the edition of Mandelbaum from Nebrak. So he published the Shalosh Shuvos Rameir, which there he references the Shalosh Shuvos Kol which uh, deals with the issue. But Uncle Parham Rabbi Shover raises the issue that we see clearly that that's what they used. They had a they had the mind the bearish Miriam, good all good. Now, Miriam passes away and there's no water. Now, even though in the Kumish it says they don't have any water to drink, maybe out of sneers, they said that. I have no idea. But that's not just they don't have any water to drink, they have no water to be toveling. The men can't eat, no taris can't go into a base on The women can't be tovel. What's going on there? There's no water, not just not to drink, like it says in the Kumish, but there's no water at all. What happens? Meshe Rabbeinu, HaKodesh Baruch Hu, tells him away to get water. What does HaKodesh Boruch Hu want? HaKodesh Boruch Hu wanted Meshe Rabbeinu to take Aaron's staff, Hamata, Aaron's staff, right? But excuse me, HaKodesh Boruch Hu, I'm sorry. HaKodesh Boruch Hu wanted you to take Mateh Moshe. He should take Moshe's staff. Moshe, Mitzad, his Anivus, Mitzad, he was so humble, he says, no, HaKodesh Baruch Hu, when you take Aaron's staff. Guess what? That is the problem. If he would have taken his own staff, it wouldn't have been a problem. It would have been wonderful. And that's when the Kodesh says, take your own staff. But he, because of his Hanover, because of his being, he was humble, he takes Aaron's staff, and that's what caused the problem. And the Rav now this is what adds a touch, an interesting touch. we will soon explain it. I'll soon explain myself. I'll explain what the Rav says. This is the interesting touch on Rashi. Rashi says, if we would have been spoken to the rock, it would have been OK. would have been a Kiddush Hashem. But now that we strike the rock, it's not a Kiddush Hashem. The Rokit Shavr says as follows, being that Moshe Rabbeinu ends up taking Aaron's staff, then because of that, Moshe Rabbeinu should have spoken to the rock, not strike the rock, but only because he took Aaron's staff. But if he would have taken his own staff, it wouldn't have been a problem. Why? Guess what? So here we have a Mishnah. The Rovitchaber refers us to a Mishnah Masechet Mekvayis Perikay Mishnahi, which I'll call According to most Meforshim, that's the meaning of the Gemara, the meaning of this Mishnah, at least according to the Rambam. Many other Meforshim is based on a Gemara Masechet Zvachim Dav Chof Beis, and this is a halacha of Havayoso Havayyoso Al We learn from that from the Posuk in Zvachim Dav Chof Beis. That. When we want to establish a mad is if this refers to spring water, this refers also to mikveh water, or only to mikvah water, or only to a spring water, whatever. But we're not going into the details now. But the Ragashava refers us to a Mishnah where the Mishnah says <coughs> that if we want to establish a mayon or a mikveh, right? And we we need to have the channel. The water is flowing, but we have to have that the water should establish the mikvah or the mayon so we need to have a channel that it should be. It should be established. This has to be established after with something which is not susceptible to tumor. Something which is not susceptible to tumor. That's the Gemara. I'm going to read for you the Gemara quickly. The Gemara says we you know from the pasuk. It says in the pasuk as follows. It says in the pasuk, uh, uh, the, the Gemara mentions a mission and sechta nothing He has to gather spring water. In a jug, right? And for spring water, we need living water, spring water. But the only way he's able to gather it is via his hand. He takes his hand or his foot. All right. And he has the water, he channels the water via his hand or his foot for the spring water to fill up in the jug. Says the Gemari, it's possible that water is not kosher for mechatos. Why? Because the only way the water was able to get into this jug, this jar was only via your hand or your foot. A person if he's Tomei, he's Tomei, and even if he's torah, he's susceptible to Tuma. Something which is a channel, which is susceptible to Tuma cannot establish the gathering, the establishment of a mikveh, or the gathering of living water. But if he takes something, says the Mishnah, but if he takes something which is not susceptible to Tuma, that's OK. we'll learn from the Apostolic. It says, it's <laughs> sanali that means Havoya, means creating. Creating the pool of water, or creating this water. In order, when we establish the water, I'll read it for you in the English translation. Our Gemara focuses on the phrase, shall be tar, and expounds it as meaning that a gathering of a mikvah of water must come must come into being through means of tarah. That is, the water must be channeled into the mikvah by means of matter that is unsus, uns, unsusceptible to tumah. You get it? This rule applies not only to a mikvah water, but also to water gathered for sanctification with the ashes of the Parahaduma, etc etc. So take out your art scroll. I just read it for you on the art scroll, English. Okay, in the Misechtah uh, Zavachim Taf Samechalof. Sorry, Chafeyimut Beis. Alkolpodim, that's the that That is a about Vayosa you Tahara. Says the Ravich as follows. The Rambam says in his Mishpir Shemishnayis Misechtah, Mikvois, it says there, Rabbi Yosi is of the opinion that if someone takes a Zav or a Zav, some a human being who is tummy, or a Makael, or a Makael, it says in the Mishnah Makael, Mesach the Mikvois, Mishnah, hey, Makael Ashtek, a staff, if he uses a staff to channel the water to establish the Mayan or the Mikveh, so that is called Habayosa, you take Tuma. Now we're establishing the mikvathur something which is susceptible to tumah. Says the Rambam in his commentary on the Mishnah. Says the Rambam, clayates. Now the Rambam in Hilchas Kaelin, Perik Aleph, says, and also on the additional Prokim that Pshute, there's a halacha as follows, Pshute Kleyevin. Kleyevin. We know a Kleyevin, a receptacle of stone, right? Of rock. Or even pshute Kleyevin. Flat clay heaven are not susceptible to tumah, right? If it's rock or stone or gems. But if it's eights made of wood, so if it's a receptacle, it's mikabal tumah, clay eights. But if it's shute clay eights it's a flat piece of wood. Right? So the Dini is Pshutikleites is a big machloikis. The pashtis, the Rush words, you're not The, the Ramam holes pshutik layates is makeabal tumma is susceptible to tumor, susceptible to ritual impurity, to contamination with the And the Ramam holds when it's susceptible to tumma with the it's interferes with the halohah of tumma bab of yasal de tarah. Tara means it has to be totally pure. It can not come via a conduit or a vessel, which is something which is susceptible to Tumi, even if the Tumi is with the Rabbonu. I'll call upon him. There's a Rajma who learns that it's ultimate with horizon, but let's not go there at this stage. So the Ravichavar going. he references this Mishnah. In Misechtu Mikvayus, Perikei Mishnahei, even Ashteken, and ah, even Ashtekens so Pshutik Le'etz, here's the difference. Moshe Rabbeinu, if he would have taken his own stick, which I his own staff, which I call the Shboruh actually meant he should, he would have had a staff of samparinum, right? Of sapphire. That's Evan, Evan. Pshute clayven a macael of Evan, even though it's a very heavy thing, right? I don't know how Mushrabbini, but Mushrabbini was a giver, like the Gibber says. So he was able to use this rubbish teken of the sapphire. But I'll call upon him. Sidgi glanced? Sidgi glanced? some older Rebbe's take attack of Mushra Benus in the macashallah, yeah? So Bakholoifen hello. But if we would have used, oh, says the chover, if he would have, if you strike the rock. Now, how did we have the water coming out of the cellar? You have to strike it, right? You could have spoken to it. It would have happened, too. But we strike it. If you strike the rock only because we strike the rock, being that we strike the rock, we have the water. So what is in the water, says the rogich other? What is in the water? What creates the water? The striking with the staff says the Rabbi Chover. If we strike the rock with the samporina with the sapphire rock, so that's Havayosa Ali tahara. we are establishing the water with something which is not susceptible to Tumah. So then, all the water which flows from that rock is Tahoe, and it's suitable for Mayim Chaim, for living water, for spring water, for Mikvah water. OK, but now that he uses Aranachoyim staff, which is which is a flat piece of wood. It's a to And he strikes the rock with that, and that established the mikveh. So it parceled all the water which flowed from it. Because it's de tumah, he used the channel, he used that staff which is susceptible to tumah, even though it was torn. But because the shoot the clayez is susceptible to tumor, so it's called de tumah. It's not de tara. So all the water which will be flowing from that rock is going to be unfit for mikveh and ma'im Says the going. Says the rosh chaver going. I'm ready to take a thing and I'm finishing. That's why it says in the Torah, it's called me Meriva, water which caused quarrel. Now, when you take out the Chumash, it seems who's quarreling? The Jews were quarreling with Meishu Rabbeinu and Hashem, Vayorev and Says the Rabbi Shabbat, you don't know, a total different ballgame. The quarrel was between husband and wife. She couldn't go to mikveh. So that is the me Meriva. That is mei Mariva. And he brings a mefutu gemara. It's not a pshetl of the rogach going. It's a mefutu gemara mesech the Shabbos. The gemara mesech the Shabbos, daf Kufnun Beis says the gemara in page 152a. Says the gemara, Rebbe said to Rabshimeh ben Chalavta. why didn't you come to be the Kabbal Pnei rabbi and the regal? Says Rabshimeh ben Chalavta, ich ben an and therefore what was easy once upon a time wasn't easy any longer. And then he says another interesting thing. He says, you know what? may seem by his bottle. The Sholem bias in my home, if I would have traveled from my home, my shallow bias would be seen would be with his bottle, his bottle. Why? In other words, if you would have left the home, his wife would have been angry at him. Where are you? I'm all left alone. So he says, if I was still a young man, I would then be able to have relations with her and everything would be wonderful. But now, if to eat, you want me to come to be what? To be so what? This what promotes peace in the home ceased to function. Take a look at Rashi. It's referring to the male organ. If the male therefore, says the trouble, we see the footage from this Gemara that that union of relations, that's an union of shalom bayis. The that's the shot of meim meriva. That's the shot that is the main river, the quarrel between the husband and the wife because there was no staff would cause the header of Shalom Bayis. And why? All because, all because he used the wrong staff. He used the staff of Arden and didn't use the staff of his own. And the Rabbi Shabbat going, says, I murdered the thing. What caused it all? His anova, his being humble. Meshach was humble. If not for his humility, he would have thought that he has to take his own staff. And if he would have taken his own staff, the waters would have been kosher. Right, he says the problem is he he was humble shaloi ben kaimai, and he quotes the Gemara Mesechta Gittin. We're coming to the Chumash on the Shmushin davon. So a Mesechta Gittin daf nunvav fifty six a. So the Gemara speaks about the anava Rabzchari ben Avkulas, Rabzchari ben Avkulas that we had to pass in a halach in relation to Bar Kamsa the korban he brought. We really we should have had him bichayev Nisa. But Rabs ben didn't want to pass him that is Misa And the Gemara says if they would have passed him, then he would have passed him but in order to put Markansa in his place because he was passing it on to the Romans that he didn't want to accept his pardon. If not for his humility, if not for his anova. Now Rashi says it wasn't Dafka Anavik Kibshutoi, but the take out the Meforshim, the Gerush Yerachim learns and Mitkibshutoi. He was he had humility, he was acting humble that he felt that he didn't have to express his authority, and therefore felt that I don't want to pass in relation to so Bar Kamsa. Says the Givara, what did that cause? It caused the Khurban of Am Yisrael. Yehud went into Galut and it called the Churban Mezamidosh. Says the Rogitcher, we're going. That's exactly the same thing. What happened with Mesharabenu? This Meim Ereva, this that it caused. This, that, that Yidin weren't able to have may mikva may metzvila mayim That was all coming from his humility. So it's like the humility of Rabbeinu Avkilius. And what's the what's so bad about it? Why is that punishment so severe? So he brings the Gemara Masechtah Ervin Sabach Gilu, and also a with the Masechtah Megillah says the Gemara the reason why you are Shua right, who took over Etomesh Rabbeinu. Was punished that he was childless. He didn't have a son. Which to follow in his footsteps says the Gemara because he was mevatel Am Yisrael, mepiri, be'arabia one night, one night because it was besieged. It was besieged Jericho, Yerichai, there was, they were besieged Jericho, Yericho, and therefore they was there all that night. They were but they besieged the city, so Yidden weren't able to have relations, and therefore they were mevatel from Klal Yisrael, mepiru one night. Therefore, Yahushua was punished that he was childless. Here we understand the severity of the sin of Moshe Rabbeinu that because of this that he did the wrong thing with the staff based on his humility that's what caused the Yidin for what? For the 40th year the whole year they didn't have the main mikveh, and therefore the roger goes on to say, in his pirush, I'm finishing pirush on the sechta psach the sechta He says we know that the ingin of of tara, tara, Mikveh, Mayim, chaim, etc., brings the ingyen of 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 of, of, of Torah, etc. And where there's no tara, there's shikhasat Torah, etc., etc. It brings so many different chazals. He says that's what caused our Meshra abaynu passed away, being that there was no uh, there was no uh, mayim from the berushal miriam. In the kosher way, that's what caused the Shikhasa Torah, the Gemara says in the that ye forgot thousands of Alochas, hundreds and thousands of Alochas and Sphakis in Torah, which Meshra Abenu passed on. After the Patira of the of Meshra Abenu, he says only it's all because of the Mamariva. It's because there was no Torah, the therefore it ceased to have the, 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 the extension of Talmud Torah, of Limad A Torah, which the Rebbe references this to say. I believe also to show that at the end of the day, Toys' question is valid in the because the 40th year there was taka an issue before the heat entered our Before they went over the Yarden, they had an issue with where do we have me mikveh or meim chaim, etc. Because they were left with a al miriam which was just good enough for drinking water, but no more than that. Have a wonderful night. Yashikoyah for having. Yashikoyah for coming. Keep well, B'suris Tevis. Keep safe. We gaan in de vloggen.